This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geeks show number 401, recorded on May 9th, 2019. Here at Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home news, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy and gal in this case. I'm your host, Jim Kalsa, broadcasting live from the Average Guy TV studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska. A very beautiful Bellevue, Nebraska. Of course, we post a show with world class show notes. There'll be a few links tonight that you might want to follow. So head out there to the Average Guy TV. You can also join us live on our mobile app available for you, both Android and iPhone, completely free if you just want to download it. it might be good to have in case of an emergency. If you're out uh, traveling and you want to stream the live show, best way to do that. You can also stream the show anytime you want. And then the live show's out there through the weekend until I replace it. It's just great to have. Head out to homegadgetgeeks.com. Download those today. Get them on your phone. That way you just have them. You don't ever have to find them again. We want to thank our Patreon subscribers for making those available to you for free. Don't forget, uh, as well, we got the Discord group up and running. And if you want to join us on Discord, Head out to theaverageguy.tv slash Discord, and you can join us there. I don't know, 60 or 70 of you have done that so far, and the conversation is pretty great. So if you want to join us out there, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. At Gallup, I say uh, my my uh, my host, Michael Ibrant, who's a workplace consultant with Gallup, and uh, Micah is back. She's been on the show before. But um, we talk gadgets. It's funny, Micah, you and I, talk gadgets in the pre and post show all the time for the theme Thursday and call the coach um, podcast that we do. Welcome to home gadget geeks. Thanks. Um, yeah. So for people who don't know us together, this is um, me getting to cross over into Jim's world. I've been trying to infiltrate his personal life for like 10 years now. <laughs> well, it's, it's a ton of fun because we, we podcast almost every week for mm-hmm. Gallup. So we get together and we have a whole different audience. Like, not whole different. Uh, Chris makes his way over here sometimes, and there's a few who've crossed over, but we have kind of a audience over there. It's a whole different subject, a whole different world. Um, and then, you know, a, a, a ways back, I asked you to be on. We talked about some air fryers and some <laughs> coffee mugs and some stuff. And you're like, hey, this is a lot of fun. Can we, Can I do it more? And I was like, yes, you can. And so... <laughs> We started looking in the spring, and uh, with your schedule and such, it kind of made sense to get you post 400. By the way, big thanks, John Zadler, Christian Johnson, for joining us last week for for 400. Big celebration. I've never done 400 of anything in a row in my life. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. Thanks to those guys for coming back. We'll have Zadler come back on. He was real popular uh, on Twitter and some of the comments I got in emails. Everybody was happy to see John back, so we will... Um, continue to have him back. Christian, of course, uh, working on Cyber Frontiers. And so 55 is out. I published it the same weekend as I published 400. So if you haven't uh, put Cyber Frontiers back on your playlist, you might want to do that as well. 55 is the most current. We love to have you listen to it. Mike, uh, uh, it all started, I don't know, three or four months ago, I think. Uh, You and I were talking like we normally do. And one of the conversations we were having, and you are trying all these different earbuds out. Like you, you work from home. Right. Mm-hmm. Your, your home is your office and you have to do with me. You've got to do podcasting. So the, the setup that you have right there. Plus, we do a ton of video conferencing meetings mm-hmm. at Gallup. Like we're on video all the time. And so finding kind of that perfect setup that kind of works. And one of the things I've 
you know, you could have just used your podcast setup for that, but you were looking for some other alternatives to think like, okay, if I'm going to be in the office all day, I'm going to do this. I need to kind of, kind of think through it. So walk us through a little bit, like what did you try and what was the genesis of it and why a, why a different set of, of, you know, you've got a good microphone there and some earbuds. Why, mm-hmm. why something different? Uh, well, I, I like that you're giving me credit for this all being a professional journey. Really the, the, the real moment where I realized started shopping for new heads phone options was when we bought our Peloton and I, we moved it into our, uh, from our guest room into our bedroom. And I was so busy at work that really the only time I could work out was while my husband was still sleeping. And so I needed some sort of headphones that um, ideally were wireless that would Bluetooth to the Peloton because me riding even a stationary bicycle is like the least graceful thing you've ever seen. And I was riding with, uh, I was using these, which are the Bose. These are fantastic. These are the Bose noise canceling, but they are not wireless. And I almost like tripped myself on my arms. It was, it was terrifying. So that was really the genesis of, you know, looking for new wireless earbuds. But I also thought, and I do this with everything. I think like, let me just pile on every solution into one product. And I wanted this like, probably the equivalent of the first universal remote was what I wanted these earbuds to be. And so I try, I wanted something that I could coach on because when I'm not in meetings, I'm still like all day long for work. I'm coaching people on the phone and it's typically one-on-one and it's really luxurious if I can like leave this seat and walk around while I'm doing that because I think better. And so I was looking for something that would Bluetooth to my phone and something that would maybe also even connect to my computer that more importantly, I could also ride the bike with and sweat all over and just get kind of nasty and aggressive with. And then I also thought, man, if I could travel with them, that would also be great. Turns out that product really doesn't exist. (laughs) But I learned by trying a whole bunch of different things. So where do you want to start? You want to know what I landed on or everything that I started? No, let's go. Let's go back maybe in kind of chronological order, if you can remember um, that. Before you do that, to your statement, I think sometimes as gadget geeks, we spend an enormous amount of time trying to find that perfect solution I just want one. I don't want to, you know, I want to be able to make it work, whether it's a laptop or whether it's a, you know, in this case, an earbuds or even the phone or car solutions or whatever, where it's like, and, and I wouldn't expect that from my tennis shoes, right? Or from my shoes. When I'm working in the yard, I have a set of shoes. Oh. When I'm running, I have a different set of shoes, right? I have these different solutions for it. But sometimes in the gadget space, like you said, we, try and cram it all into one and maybe because it's super expensive too, right? Some of these, I think that's part of it. There's that nice sort of gateway of it being an investment. And then there's also that level of interest that you get as a gadget person where you, you start to learn about all the possible features and it's like the more educated you get, at least is how it is for me, the more I expect that education about features to equal availability of features, <laughs> I wouldn't, I mean, that would be the most dangerous path to go down if I was searching for anything else in my life. Like you would never search for a spouse that way or an employer that way. Or like you said, shoes. I mean, it's ridiculous. I own a, again, I own a bike that goes nowhere and does nothing but allows me to like ride it. But for some reason, I wanted these headphones to do it all. Yeah. So what did you start with? I started with, um, 
Well, I started online with a whole bunch of really good options. I finally pulled the trigger first on the Bose Sport Wireless Bluetooth earbuds. And I got the blue ones because they're really cool because you can choose from a couple different ones. Now, this is against your advice. I don't remember if you told me this, but I don't remember if you know you told me this, but you were like, don't do it yet, Micah. Bose is going to release some new ones. And then I was on a work trip and I was driving and I was like, no, I have to take a phone call. Clearly, I need to. I actually did pull over to Best Buy, (laughs) buy these and make it happen. So I had a birthday and I had some birthday money from my grandma. And so I bought these and I took a call while I was driving with them. Worked great. Like the, there was no latency between the Bluetooth, between that and my phone. I did not have it connected to my car. It was just to my phone. Uh, In-ear only on these or do they have a little bit of the wire? Well, no, 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 they're they're in ear only. Okay, okay. Um, I say they're in ear only. Um, it turns out when you look at yourself in the mirror, you look a little like Shrek because they start in your ear and then yeah. they just keep like coming out. They they're very Jetsons esque. Yeah. Um, but for taking the phone call, they honestly were really good. Now, and this will be a clue to why I like the ones that I ended up with instead. I, you'll notice right now, I only have one earbud in. I, before I worked at Gallup, I was a, um, my degree is in broadcast journalism. My very first job was in broadcasting. And I'm so used to needing to hear the ambient sound of my own voice that it throws me off to have fully noise canceling. So I like that availability of getting to hear like, what is what else is happening around me? So I never actually was using both of the Bose earbuds at once. And that's nice because you can do that with just one of them. And I think I didn't use them for long enough, but I think it even knows whether you're using both or not. Mm. Um, they come in a charging case. They come already charged. Like you can charge them in the case just by putting them away. They're super, other than when they're in your ear, they're very small and sleek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. It's like they almost grow as you pull them out of the case. You're looking at them and as soon as you get them in your ear. What was the retail? Do you remember on those 250 or are they 199? 199. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're good. They're really good. But for what I was using for, I ended up returning them because I tried it with you on Bluetoothing it to my computer. And there's just, I think I have not yet found a Bluetooth option for your computer that doesn't have a little bit of latency. And it just kind of drove me crazy. I mean, I've, I also have gone to film school and I'm super sensitive to when sound and video are not quite on. And so like I can notice it even if it's a couple frames. So I'm probably more sensitive than the average watch your listener was you're, you're to that, not. but where Bluetooth, we're doing it live, like yeah. it just wasn't good enough. You're not oversensitive. Bluetooth is really frustrating that way. And I, so I don't I, recommend it for podcasters early on uh, in the podcasting space. When I was doing ask the podcast coach with Dave Jackson, that seemed to be a really popular, like everybody was trying to get wireless mm-hmm. and it's just, it is not, it's, it's just not the way to do it. Whether it didn't matter what kind of wireless, it's always going to introduce some kind of latency when you're playing a game or you're doing some of those kinds of things. Doesn't really matter. But when yeah, you're if having I was listening this, to music, or honestly, even if I was taking a phone call, right. that was fine. Right. But needing to have the video and the sound at the same time, that was a, it was throwing me off a little bit. The other reason I didn't keep them was because I have this one. <laughs> this is older. I don't even know what this one's called. It's Bose again. That was actually why I started with Bose was because I knew that the ear fit my ear. Mm-hmm. And that was why I didn't go with AirPods, which was my other consideration, was because I don't love how my Apple earbuds feel in my ear. But I knew with the Bose that like this will actually be comfortable. 
Uh, but that's why also why I took them back because I this one works really well. And the noise canceling option on an airplane is like life changing. And I don't use noise canceling when I'm working on these because I kind of throws me off and I only like one ear in and that would probably make me vomit, but um, like not because of the quality, just because the equilibrium thing. Um, So I was like, you know what? These do the trick for noise canceling. The other ones look too goofy and just weren't quite what I needed. Now, the when you say the ones for noise canceling, the ones you're currently using right now, yeah, the, yeah. The wire these ones kind. that I have that I'm currently using, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have looked um, up what they're called. And I should say, as we're as we're talking about this, since we're bringing in one of the things I love to use is my Quiet Comfort 35s. So oh, it, yes. took, it took me a long time to get to this decision, and these are 350, and it, this that's I don't <laughs> usually spend this much money. So on I have those too, stuff. and I didn't yeah. spend money on them. I I turned in airline miles that were going to expire for those. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but I love them. But I and we'll talk about this in a moment. When I travel, they're they're too bulky for me to bring with me. I can't mm-hmm. sacrifice that much space. Yeah, because yeah. I'm usually I, traveling for work and with my kids at the same time. <laughs> yeah, for for me, I've got a big. We'll talk backpacks here in a little bit. I got a pretty big pouch up front. Where they fit, it has been. It, they have been fantastic and great. I can't do noise canceling with earbuds. It's just is too weird to me. I'm okay over the ear. That kind of makes sense for podcasting. You know, we use these. I use these earbuds, which were designed mm-hmm. for athletes to hear the ambient sound. Because yeah. I can't do that either. And so those have been my go-to for almost a decade. Uh, is we've been doing this just great. They last forever. And I only use them. I don't use them for, it's ironic. I don't use them when I work out. Like that's <laughs> not, they're only for podcasting and, and they have been great. And wired is the only way to go. Um, so I've done it that way. Okay. So keep going with your story. So I'm pretty sure if I would have tried the AirPods, I would have loved them just based on what everybody says. I see Justin here has the AirPods and loves them, but I just never tried mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Again, I didn't realize how much uh, how I was publicizing my passion for the quest, but apparently I was dropping hints left and right. Then I had my actual birthday and my husband surprises me with, da, 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 this is the Cadillac of earphone slash Say the Tesla because nobody knows, nobody knows what a Cadillac is anymore. I don't even know what a Cadillac is, <laughs> but this is the really cool thing. Um, so this is, oh, I didn't look up the model number, but this is the fancy, fancy Jabra um, Elite something, something call center ones. Mm-hmm. I'll look up what it's called here they're in actually a moment. Really, they're really good headsets. I wish the cans were a little bit bigger, but. <laughs> Did that sound that sounded bad, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, I know, but there's just some things that you're gonna have to deal with in life. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, he he gets me this for my birthday, and I didn't know that how badly I needed it. But this is designed for call centers. It here's the best thing about it. I'll pull this out so you can see it. It's got um, this receiver. To put into my computer, so it's no longer Bluetooth. Um, I don't use these to podcast with because I'm too vain and they look a little silly. Yeah, they're pretty big. Um, but it can connect to my computer and my phone at the same time. And so I go, I now use these all day long at work. And so this is my st- slowly starting to realize there's not one product that fits all my needs. This became my work need. Um, the the microphone is really great. Uh, the it, You can choose noise canceling or not noise canceling. The other day, my um, this is going to make me sound so spoiled. And I am. But my cleaning lady was here while I was on a coaching call. And she was vacuuming in 
like probably 10 feet from me and I had the noise canceling on and I couldn't hear her vacuuming. And my person I was coaching, I flat out asked, I was like, Hey, there is some background noise. Is it okay? And and they had no idea. So the noise canceling option is great. I don't use it all the time, but um, they hold a charge for like four days of really heavy work use. I also have used the wire and just done them wired so that they were charging at the same time. And the wire's long enough that if I'm sitting down, it's fantastic. And it just, it charges while I'm talking. So this becomes what I use all day long at work. And I no longer decided I needed something I could also work out and travel with. This just did the trick there. I do think they, here's a strange thing. They get a little bit hot Mm -hmm. and they're kind of heavy. Uh, in order to hold all that like secret sauce in there, yep. they do start to hurt. Like if I if I wear them all day long and don't take them off, but also when you flip the microphone up, uh, a nice lady's voice in your head goes muted, and so it like automatically mutes if you go like that, which is yeah, pretty. That's pretty great. great. The wired version does that as well. They have a seventy nine, let's say eighty dollar pair of wired. We use those at work. USB, really really good. They good microphones. Almost if you were doing podcasting, you can almost get away with that as the mic. It sounds a little tinny. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily let Micah do that since she's got that microphone there to be able to do it. Um, Micah, it, because the, the pad, the ear pad is flat and it sits on your ear flat, you know, as I, as I just made that inappropriate comment, you know, we, we think about the, the yeah, over not the ear those. pieces. Those are nicer. Yeah, they are. That doesn't mean they're not uncomfortable. Two or three hours of these and you're, you're finding, you know, you're pulling them off and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. cooling, cooling your ears a little bit or, you know, rubbing that space around your ears uh-huh. where they're sitting. I, I don't know if there's any, and these are the great, they're super light and they're awesome. I don't know if there's a perfect pair of headphones that don't need some adjustment, uh, you know, over time, right? These are wired as well. These 35s are wired as well. So you can get, you know, the wire on the end there. All the, all the controls are on mm-hmm. the, on the button. Um, I don't mind. I can get in the office. I can have those on for a 30 or a 90 or 60 or 90 minute meeting and it be really, really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, we have started using those for, uh, or I ask guests when we're having them, when we're recording them at Gala, we've been having them use them if that's all they have. And they actually sound pretty good mm-hmm. and easy to connect. They've got a mute button. Does your wired, um, have a mute button on it or is the mute button on the ear? If um, you wanted to mute yourself. Which one? This the Jabra. No, the Jabra ones. The Jabra has a mute button on the, um, it's on the, on ear. the, on the ear. On the ear. Yeah. I can never find it, but I think that's yeah. just because I'm not used to it yet. So when I want to mute, I just flip the microphone mm-hmm. up and it mutes. It's just, it's easier. Yeah. It's, it, that is a feature. It's got a little magnet that mm-hmm. when you flip that up, it senses that. That is a great feature. I love that part about it automatically muting it there. The wired ones have a mute button in the middle. It's kind of like a cough, cough button for, for those of you. Um, who do recordings and um, you can just then just write on the desk. It sits on the desk when just mm-hmm. and it mutes super great to do that. So those are when I saw you had gotten that and then you'd gotten the wired version of or the wireless version. I was like, oh, that's pretty nice. I think those run about 190, let's yep. say, right? right? 180, 190. Yeah. I mean, I, it has freed me up to do so many things. Now, a lot of it is the type of work I'm doing. Let's be, I'm not focusing on anything I need to see while I'm talking. So I'm coaching people and I really do need to be kind of focusing on the person that I'm hearing, but I've managed to 
like do things with my hands. I, I put laundry away. I am, I'm in the other room from my computer. Sometimes I can still take calls. I played a couple tricks on you that way. You know, it's delightful. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great way to do it because it has a proprietary uh, dongle for it. You get, you get some pretty good. It's still, I wouldn't say it's still perfect when it comes to latency, but it, those jobber headsets are pretty nice. So I think Micah, you, anything, well, before I say this, anything else you want to add? Is that the, you landed on the Jabra for work? Not the end of the story. Okay, here we go. Keep going. So here's, it gets better. Um, <laughs> my husband went to a running store to try on some shoes and they suggested these uh, Aftershocks, Trex Aftershocks, which are, they call them bone conduction headphones and they're made for runners to keep them safe because they don't go in your ear. They sit right on your jawbone like on your cheekbone. And I'm not positive. I totally believe the whole, it's not a speaker. It's conducting through your bones. Like that would be cool if I was like jamming out to train through my skull. I'm pretty sure that's not what's happening. Uh, he loved him and he raved about him. So I was like, all right, well, I returned to the, the earbuds. I still don't have anything that's going to keep me from not falling off my bike. So I tried these and I didn't do my homework. And so I ordered the regular size of them. He later ended up ordering the mini, which I think is made for children. The regular fits me and I don't have that big of a head. I've tried on his mini and I think the difference is just the distance between. So they they sit right, like the speaker's sit right where you would yeah. go nah, 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 like with, right. your, <laughs> with your yeah. thumbs right and then they go eyes, over your ear yeah. and there's nothing that's on top of your ear. Um, and then they go around the back of your head, but they're wireless other than that. Right. And they, um, what are they called? Uh, they, they are Trex aftershocks. Okay. I think it's T-R-E-K-Z aftershocks again with a Z. And we have two different versions. He has the titanium, which is a little bit heavier. And I have the air, uh, which is lighter. And I love them for working out. I even love them for, we started to take them with us in the car um, because we can listen to our music and still hear what the kids are doing in the backseat. Now it is, uh, I read this online and I would totally agree with it. Um, it's sort of like a dog and cat scenario. Like you're not going to compare these to other noise canceling headphones. You're probably not even going to compare them to other headphones. If you're used to growing up with dogs, this is getting a cat. Like this is a totally different experience. Um, but I, I mean, so I, I use them mostly on my bike, but I'm also very often the only adult in the house. And so I was like not getting on my bike if it was too early in the morning or too late at night, because there was no way that I could put a headset in and focus and still feel like, like if something happened with the kids, I could hear it. And with these, I can. I mean, like I can have them both in. I can be listening to whatever I want to hear and I can still hear everything else around me. It creates a sensation almost like you, maybe I would compare them to, I think Bose makes um, the ones that go around you, like that speaker that goes around your neck and sits yes. on your shoulders. Yep. Yep. Um, I might compare them to that, but I, when my husband uses his and he's within like, I don't know, a couple feet of me, I really can't hear his. Mm. So that was my main concern was like, it's not going to be quiet enough. I'm going to be riding this bike and they're still going to be hearing my music, but really nobody can. And my husband wears his all day long. Like when he's, he's at home at home, he's in Nebraska right now planting corn and he'll be like on the tractor. They work great. They, it, you can still hear him over, over the, the sound of um, now you want to talk gadgets. 
today's combines are probably a lot more advanced even than the fighter jets that he flies at his real job. But so it's not like he's in a, a very loud environment, but yeah, yeah. they're great. I mean, I wish I don't think I would compare them to the rest of my headphones. Um, they also have a microphone. I have not tried a phone call with them. Oh, that would be that would be interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, starting at about eighty five for the mm -hmm. least expensive pair, and they go up to, you know, one. I think I paid one forty nine for forty nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and the other cool thing was I went through um, Ebates and found a deal that got me fifty dollars off a like a swag package, um, and the sw said swag package was only $50 more than paying for them through the website. So if you go through the website, um, the deal was, I think, Flash Deal or something. But I went through Ebates first and then ordered them directly from the Aftershocks website instead of from like Amazon or Best Buy. And so they came with an extra package of fun. So I think I got a headphone case and um, a water bottle and all sorts of other fun sort of How collateral. do they charge? Where do they charge? Uh, a tiny little, um, like what's micro, the skinnier than might be? It's a micro, micro. USB, but it mm -hmm. feels smaller because it's so it's plugging into something so small. Yeah. It is a micro USB. Does it plug in in the back where it goes around your head, or does it plug in? No, it plugs in like right ear. behind your ear, basically. Okay. So there is a little bit of a thicker. I see it. Almost like a tag uh, yeah. right behind your ear. Yeah. No, it, and I imagine it sounds a lot like if you just had music on in the room. Yeah. Right. Yeah, totally that like. yeah. Yeah. And so you can still hear as long as those, can you get them loud enough where it would affect your hearing? Oh, yeah. Now I <laughs> probably, and I only know this because the harder my workout gets, the more I like to drown out the pain with, with sound. So <laughs> like, like this morning when I was about to die, I just kept dialing up the sound as loud as it would possibly go. Um, they do get really loud. Now they distort the sound quality faster than any other headphone that I've had. Um, I think it's because if you don't have them positioned in like the right place, it does kind of just sound like a speaker that's sitting on your cheek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, right now on Amazon, so if you're here in the U.S. right now on Amazon, you can pick them up for eighty-five bucks. So just regular, well, I should say regular price, but regular Amazon price. List one twenty-nine eighty-five would get you the the earbuds. Uh, kind of interesting, Micah. I have I bought a knockoff pair of uh, of AirPods that mm -hmm. they're exact. They are exactly the same. I don't know how those people are not being sued by Apple <laughs> at this point. They are nearly identical in the way they look. Sound quality is okay. And, you know, they sit in my ears and they kind of hang down. That, that's fine. It works, right? I paid 40 uh -huh. bucks for them or whatever, a little bit cheaper than that. Um, but this may be, I like, I, for working out and for, for, you know, the stuff that I do that way, um, these look really, really interesting. And, and I, I hadn't, I've heard of this before. I hadn't seen them or, or seen a pair that looked as good as these. So I realized I ran a, a, 8k on St. Patrick's Day. And that was when I looked around and realized, oh, I'm really old. I'm the only person with a wired headphone. And these like it was it was a moment and that was sort of the impetus to say Mikey you need to go shopping. Um but I I don't think I would run with anything other than these. They yeah. the wireless is so nice and it does feel really safe to be able to hear everything yeah. around you and still hear your music. Does now when you're shopping on your ears? On, does it is you're putting it around there does it rest on that? So not so much. And that was why I thought maybe I had done the wrong thing by ordering the regular size instead of the mini size. Um, but then I tried on his and it 
it almost just kind of stays like not over your ears are not holding it like a pair of glasses would. Um, it's almost like a tension piece on your temples is what, what holds it. So there's still a little bit of lag for me. And cause I don't have any hair. Um, there's a little bit of lag at the back of my head, but there was with his too. The only difference was like how tight it was on the back of your neck. Okay. Um, now be careful when you're on Amazon, you'll see a bunch of different prices. They do make two different types of weight. The air is newer and more expensive and lighter. Okay. The yeah. After shocks, right? S H O K Z. They're doing all those and Trex T R E K Z. That's it. Um, okay. Okay. Well, in this case, you know, maybe those are maybe an early version of them. The ones that are, aren't, but there were, I mean, I would had it where, where I to do it over again, knowing the other pair that I've experienced that belongs to the guy I live with, I'd probably just go with the cheaper ones because they're all good. Yeah. There, there yeah. wasn't enough difference between oh. either of ours. Good to know. How long does a um, charge last? I have not charged mine yet. Okay. And I've used them. Now I don't use them all day long. I use them for probably an hour a day. I've used them for three weeks now. I haven't oh, wow. charged them yet. Wow. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Well, and you imagine it's probably not having to drive the speaker as hard as it would inside a regular earbud. Because yeah. it's sitting up against it and it's, it's, I'm sure it's a different kind of wave technology that is putting that sound out. And it, so it, because it's quieter, I think you'd probably, um, not use as much power. So that would kind of make sense. Okay. Well, I have to, I have to give these a try. This is really interesting. I didn't know you were coming locked and loaded with this recommendation tonight. And, uh, that, that, I didn't either until I started to talk about it. But the more I realized it, the more I realized that is how the story ended. It was, yeah. Number one lesson, no headphone can be used yeah. for everything that you need no. to hear. Yeah, no, and I think it's actually a good idea to have kind of multiple mm -hmm. kind of multiple pairs. How does that does that work? You got a pair of sunglasses. How does that work if you've got these on yeah. and you're trying to wear glasses? Does that work? I haven't tried it. The okay. reviews say it's fine. Okay. Yeah. I would I be, have not tried it. Because it would have to sit for me, it would have to come over and sit right yeah. above. You know, I got a pretty thick earpiece here for my glasses. And so it would have to kind of sit high to make that work. Hmm. Okay. It, it, I'd be worth trying. I haven't tried it. I will say like, I'm, I get headaches right there. Like I can't even wear headbands, but, um, with the, with the jobber ones that I'm using, uh, for work, I get more tired of them if I'm also wearing my cool blue light glasses at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, hey, let's talk about those really fast. Talk about these two. I'm, so, I'm like all about the gadgets. I've been adding up things. <laughs> different than gamer glasses, right? But these yeah. are anti-glare. Uh, these are different because all they are is plastic and they're treated with the blue light um, filter. Walker. Mm -hmm. um, mine are, I don't wear glasses. I have really pretty good vision. I've never even been to an eye doctor. Um, you can get your regular prescription lenses to be coated with a blue light blocker. Um, and I've heard that that's super popular lately and kind of pricey. These I bought from an advertisement on Instagram from a company called Lady Boss. I'm going like guns a blazing on your average guy. I, I like it. Tonight. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, well, well, as you're hold on, as you're looking, one of the things you what you wore these on a show that we did. I and did, and we did get some feedback that um, because they're just plastic that's coated, like you can tell that there's a reflection here. So I don't wear them on our show anymore because they reflect, and people can like see that I'm playing Minesweeper. Um, but <laughs> I have a code for ten dollars off. 
thxbabe at ladyboss.com. Um, thanks, Remember, babe. The guys are just running right now. I know. I they, that, they can't wait. What was that code, code again, Micah? If, t- Stop it. You don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. There could be some. Hey, it's Mother's Day. You know, Go to ladyboss.com and enter code thxbabe. Like, thanks, babe. Um, but it's super fun. I mean, these were $85. I, I wear them every day. I bought them for myself as a well-being investment January 1st. I was like, I'm going to make this year. This is going to be what I do that's healthy for myself. And I honestly have stopped getting headaches that I normally got at 3 p.m. And I didn't think I would wear them that often. I thought I thought I would just wear them when I needed to look smarter or older because my job is uh, to be the smartest person in the room. Like that's what, pay, what people pay me for. And sometimes I need a little bit of a, a extra prop yeah, to make yeah. myself look smarter. That was my whole idea. I was like, all right, well, maybe if the blue light helps. Turns out the blue light helps. I even started to wear them when I was with you in January. I was wearing them like when I wasn't staring at a screen and you don't realize how much blue light is in your ambient space anyway. And so now I'll, I'll like kind of wear them all day long. Uh, and I, I notice when I'm not wearing them, I would describe them as sunglasses for your computer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. they really do affect like the, I didn't realize how affected I was by blue light. I'm, I'm into it. I, I haven't compared these against others. I have no interest in really comparing these against others, but wearing something that blocks blue light versus not, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, when I drive, I love Amber. And so mm-hmm. all my sunglasses are Amber and it's just really, really clear in that case. They're, you know, they're, I don't know if those are blue light blocking more than just Amber intensive on those sure. same kind of deal here. Not quite as intense, but um, kind of, you, you had said you'd taken them off for a while. We were podcasting and you took them off and you're like, Whoa, like yikes it's bright in here same kind of effect it's like oh geez what have i been doing same kind of effect if you turn the night light or the the i forget what they call it in windows but that feature where it turn it takes the blue light out and then all of a sudden i've had the computers so it's on right now so i'm seeing orange although i have these big bright white lights right here that are but most nights uh though that kicks on and every once in a while it'll kick off for some reason something will happen it'll kick off and you kind of like yikes wow there's a lot of blue in that in this case now i've got the night lights on here but the surface pro is not set that way and man that is a like it's down here it's like wow that is a bright screen so i think there is something to that and uh and we're, we're probably better off if especially in the evenings right there's been a lot of studies that say too much blue light before bed is kind of bad. Last night I struggled to get to sleep. Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> so I just uh, turned mine on because I didn't know that was a setting. I'm nodding and following along as if I would do. I would do the same nodding and following along if you're talking about crypto right now. But yeah. <laughs> um, you just changed my world. This is really comfortable. Did you turn the? Did you turn it on or you turned it off? I just setting? turned it on. I didn't even know it was a thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So you turn the amber on and it it it. Or oh, the, this is like. Yeah. Yeah, so when the lights go down, when it becomes night, it'll automatically lights switch over for you. Go down. Right. I'm yeah. on computer. <laughs> exactly. Um, I also, last time I saw you in person, I see you a lot, but last time I saw you in person, you said this sentence to me. You're like, man, I wish I had a bag. And I'm yes. like, hey, I have a backpack. Targus had shipped me an extra backpack last time uh, we were talking about backpacks. Of course, they shipped me a, or I think I bought a 
mobile VIP version of the, uh, we've gone over that before. Really nice bag. But Micah, they sent you a Balance EcoSmart, uh, what they call checkpoint friendly backpack. And I said, hey, let me give it to you, but you have to come on Home Gadget Geeks and talk about it. It's probably a mm-hmm. good time to review some backpack stuff. How have you liked it so far? Well, I was not carrying a backpack before. I was carrying a computer bag or I was carrying a briefcase or I was carrying a Louis Vuitton carry-all or something. Um, This is the best. First of all, converting me to a backpack. That was a really, really good move. Um, There's a couple things I like about it and a couple things that are just not working mom friendly. I'm not sure if they're full on not woman friendly or if like it was just designed by a man or if it's just because I also, anytime I'm using it, I also have my kids with me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say it's a gender thing, but it might be. Okay. Um, Walk us through it. Maybe we'll have an answer. Things I love about it. It opens all the way to the bottom on both of the biggest um, pouches. So like the very back is where your laptop goes and that's what makes it laptop friendly. Um, it's but I'm also TSA pre-check, so it really doesn't matter. But it opens like like a clam, like yeah. hinges all the way to the bottom. I actually find that doesn't, it, when I travel, mine does that as well. It actually has two separate compartments, the VIP. Yep. So does this one. Yep. Oh, okay. Good. So it doesn't, yep, two yep. separate compartments. Yep. And so the um, the I, I find I don't ever get to use it. They're always making me take the laptop out anyways. Now, you're TSA pre, so. So you don't take fine. it out anyway. Right. They don't really care. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't know how checkpoint friendly it is, but, or if I'm just terribly friendly. And so the checkpoint people like me either way, I haven't had any trouble with that. I do love how accessible everything is because it zips all the way down. Um, That's what I like about it. I also like that it feels, I mean, this is a well-built piece of machinery. Like it is not going to fall apart and it feels soft and sleek and rich. Like it, it does not feel like something you would accidentally take camping. It is, it's a statement piece that says this woman's put together and she's here for business. Um, I mean, the leather feels good. It's great. In business, when in business attire, and I don't wear it a lot anymore, but in business attire, when I am, I have no problem throwing that thing, you're throwing Mm -hmm. mine on, you know, as a backpack and showing up. Um, a mine, the chest strap that I, that I really, really like. I am, I like their chest straps. The the one side bent, uh, I got it caught in something and it came off the tubing and I couldn't ever get it really back on correctly. Mm. Um, so I don't use it as much. But I have, I think in today's business world, I would have no problem showing up with a customer with a backpack on. No, I, maybe it's because I'm in tech. I've worn it in a dress and been yeah. totally okay with it. And yeah. like it, it is nice and it's very balanced. Like I like how long it is, is a 15.6 inch. Um, it, it feels tall, like it covers my whole back. So it doesn't feel like, oh, that's a cute thing. It feels like, oh no, this is going to hold what she needs. The padding is really great. It breathes, like it's got padding on the back, but it's breathable padding. Um, it's it's very well supported and it's got this cool little Velcro strap in the middle of the back that easily goes onto the handle of your uh, suitcase. So you strap this and it goes like your, your suitcase goes through there and it's super, super easy to take on and off of a rolling suitcase. I also like that um, you can turn it sideways and you can pull this thing from any angle. So it's got a really good sturdy handle at the top and it's got the exact same handle on the side. So in a second, if you don't like the backpack thing, it carries like a briefcase. What I don't like about it is there's just not enough outside pockets for me. Like I I struggle because, okay, I'm wearing business attire, which for women usually means no pockets. 
So I have no place to put keys, lip gloss, and a phone. It actually, I have one place, but it can really only hold one of those things. There is, uh, there's two outside pockets. I just got back from a business trip, which I also was traveling with my two kids who are younger than four. So you're going to see everything that I had stashed in here. Um, this top pocket is, I have the iPhone 10 R and it's the perfect size for this, but it doesn't fit anything else. Like if your phone is in there, if you want to be able to grab it really quickly and not knock other things out of the, out of the pocket, it's really all you can put in there. And it's got this bottom pocket on the outside that I ended up using for granola bars for my kids or pens. But Anything other than that, there's just not enough quick access pieces to it. And it's very slim. So it works better for work than it does trying to dual purpose it for anything else. I, like I, I struggled to also fit other stuff that I needed to fly with on it. Um, I wonder if we switched if you would have been happier uh, from that. Because the VIP bag that I have has this really, for one, it's got a much bigger front pocket. So when you, mm. when you, when you unzip this down and you open that, it has a very, I mean, oh, yeah, yours is huge. yeah, it fits the, like the quiet comforts in here. I can put my little Bluetooth keyboard in here. I can put my oh, meds yeah, in here. Good. I can put, you know, there's Mine'll fit my phone. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> And then on the very front here, like it, you can't see it, you can just see it, but there's a pocket right here that's perfect for keys and such, right? Uh, and so you can drop that down in there. And then I think we have the same pocket on the bottom, which is this square pocket across the bottom is com goes completely back. So you can put... Does, mine only goes in the front Okay, on this so one. You, you can put, it goes all the way to the back. You can put chargers, bricks you know, power bricks, all kinds of bulky things. Bricks. Yeah. Fireworks. No, uh, mine basically holds, well, apparently it holds pens. <laughs> That's it on the bottom. It's nice. It's sleek, yeah, yeah. but I think it's only going to serve a, like a work purpose. It's not yeah. a great. Anything well, else. yours is not, and I don't have a handle on the side for, so it's only, it. I only have a handle on the top and it really is. It's a pretty bulky backpack. Like it, I think that, Honestly, for our use case, I looked at that before I gave it to you and I was like, oh, my first thought was, oh, this doesn't, this has not as much room as the one I currently have. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I was going to change over and I thought, well, then you asked and I'm like, oh, let's give this to Micah and, and said, we'll give it to you new. So you're not dealing so with a used laptop. Or that's interesting because what I thought I needed was less room. I had the, um, now, I don't know. I mean, this is one of those strange things that isn't going to happen to me forever. Like, I'm not always going to be carrying stuff for my little kids and work at the same time. Right. Um, but I think you can probably think about this as how far are you traveling and what? where else does your stuff go? Like, if you have a checked bag with everything else you might need, you're probably throwing your headphones and your charger in your checked bag. You don't need it in there. But I had um, Akatots, O-K-K-A. TOTS. Um, it's made as a diaper bag, but it looks like one of these. And it's got like a cooler in the top. It would be probably somewhere in between a diaper bag and a camping backpack. But that's what I was carrying that had um, room for my laptop in it. And it also had the like zip all the way down, but it was so bulky. It felt like I was like maybe, you know, practicing my snare drum <laughs> in the back. Um, yeah. So yeah. that was a little bit too much. Turns out I am, I do still need the bulk. Yeah. 
Well, good to know though. And certainly this is a backpack that will, I I was at Best Buy on Saturday and they were clearancing their North Face backpacks. Now I'm a little, jackets and backpacks. Those are my two weaknesses. I love both. And they were clearancing these for 66 bucks and it was a North Face and I almost bought it. But same kind of um, backpack style is what you're showing me with the Targus Mm. is that uh, slender and kind of efficient yeah. And, um, and, you know, there are times for that. Of course, um, North Face is going to have just amazing quality. That thing is going to last literally forever. Um, we have bought North Face backpacks for all our kids at some point, whether it's in late in high school or early in college for them just to have those. And they've all held up super, super well. I do want to say before we go too much farther, I want to thank Targus Canada. They were the ones who reached out to me after we talked to Aaron, I think. And said, hey, I heard you talking about backpacks. I had bought the VIP. They had sent the one I gave to you. They had sent to that to me for kind of review. I couldn't review it. I was glad that I got a chance to give it to you. I think we've given it a good kind of once over. I'm, it's kind of, for me now, I'm kind of a trade fan. Uh, from that. Maybe next time. You know, here's the thing. I don't know if I can, to be honest. I really, I would, I walk away from this knowing that they are, I would buy them again. I would just buy a different model. Yeah. Uh, but it has converted me from thinking I need a laptop bag to just knowing that backpacks are the way to go. Yeah. No. And I think, again, for me, the other thing I didn't like in the old days, they would sew on the chest straps. And I am, especially when I'm traveling, I want to put that thing on. And because it's always sliding off, you know, mm-hmm. the arms are always sliding off my chest. And I want to snap that thing and pull it tight and really hold it close to my body. Um all the designs and the North Face one I even looked at on Saturday are using this. They're using the piping to connect the chest straps, almost like the chest straps are a decoration, not functional. Ooh. And if you if you pull them hard enough, they'll pull right off. And I want yeah. them attached yeah. to the to the backpack. That would be the next backpack. That would definitely be something I would look for to make sure that chest strap is kind of attached um, in some way and not and attached permanently or sewn on. Not necessarily. Um, I I thought all kinds of ways. Um, I I finally, when I was traveling, the thing came off while I was traveling, and I lost it on a plane. The chest strap, I lost on a plane. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was thinking maybe I could rivet it. I was thinking, well, maybe I could sew it through. And I see how I was kind of trying to come up with all the exactly, you know, nail gun, um, zip ties, anything to keep the chest strap on. Now I haven't been. The good news is, is when I lost it for the first time. Uh, that was kind of my last big trip for a while. And the last year I've spent just kind of to and from work. Well, it's not that important that it's, I have a chest strap when I'm going from my car into the office, which I'll do 300 windy, you know, days. Ohio. Yeah. No, yeah. Still not that windy. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it is a good, I think, um, uh, I, I, I think a good, I mean, that's a good backpack is an important piece of gear for what you're, you know, when you're doing, I think you've kind of realized that Tony says he bought a Targus backpack online at Best Buy shipped for 10 bucks in the store. Same backpack days later, uh, was a hundred and let's see. So Best Buy shipped for $10 in the store. Same backpack days later was a hundred. That seems like a, a bonus typo in your honor. Yeah, so did he <laughs> ship for 10 shipped, same price, shipped for 10. Doesn't matter. The, the nice thing about that, what Tony is saying, I do like, this is one of those kinds of things I don't necessarily just want to buy 
online without putting it on. Like I want to put it on yeah. in the store. The very first backpack, I when I started a job 13, 14 years ago and got issued my first laptop from a company. It was the very first time the company had issued me a laptop. That afternoon, I went down to the old Circuit City and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to need to get a backpack. And I got a Swiss, which I, I, I like the Swiss brand of backpacks as well. And I remember putting that thing on and it had a really nice lower back pad. Mm. And Mike, I had that thing for 11 years, that backpack. Wow. And it went all over the world with me. I mean, I've, I, I took it everywhere. I ripped the, you know, the, the Swiss logos were ripped off from, you know, sliding it in out of, out of um, the foot area on an airplane, you know, where you're sitting and such. And it was gently and roughly loved, you know, just piping was starting to fray and the handle had started to fray from holding that so much. I had a hard time giving up that backpack. It was so, such a good backpack. Targus, of course, um, has been great. I think it's good. I think you just need to pop in. Um, and uh, so he got, Tony's saying he got the, he got it for 10 bucks and in the store it was a hundred. So awesome. That sounds like an awesome deal. But I do think there's a huge advantage to trying one before you, before you do it. What it do you do? You find that it's comfortable to? Can you have it on your back for long periods of time as you're traveling? And is it comfortable that way? Yeah. And this last trip, I had that on my back and a baby carrier and a 30 pound child on my front, and I had um, it was great. The straps are thin enough that like, even when I was sort of weaving in and out and having the baby carry straps over it, it was still comfortable. I think it's just, it, it's definitely designed with a human body in mind, whatever that means, but it's comfy. Yeah. I think they've gotten better. So it's, it, I, I, Is yours comfortable because you've got the bulkier yeah. version. What do you feel like you give up to get that bulk? I, I, the weight distribution of it, it hangs off your back a little bit farther. And so if you're, if you have it on and I've got it full and oftentimes I travel with two laptops, so it's pretty heavy. Mm -hmm. The good news is, is they push the laptops closer to your body. So the weight gets closer to where mm -hmm. it should be still kind of heavy. And so it kind of pulls back a little bit. Now I've never on a day of travel, I've never meant, wow, my back really hurts. You know, sometimes if you're, if you've got something that's really weighted wrong, your hips kind of hurt by the end mm -hmm. of the day. And that is never, that's never happened to me. Um, I like it. I would, I would like, now I don't know if I would give up the room. Um, that yeah. front pocket is thin and it holds documents super well. Mm -hmm. So all the, I can jam all my flight documents in there, anything I need. When I'm going through TSA, my wallet comes out, my keys, a phone, they all slide in that and I zip it. And mm -hmm. it's super easy to get to and right up front. Um, it's just weighted because it's a little bulkier. It's just weighted. It, it pulls just a little bit. But yeah. I've never been uncomfortable. I wish this was a little bit shorter. And it's and that's just because when it, when you're sitting on a on an airplane seat, it still there was no way to push it all the way up to the front. Yeah, it sticks out just a little bit. And I didn't feel like I really needed the the height of it, like the or the the whatever it is from the top to the bottom. You know, I think the VIP version. Let me go back. So I'm on Targus's website right now, and I think the I think the VIP version that I have is also available in 14 inch. And that might for you have been the best of both worlds where you get, and, and let me verify that just before we get too far. But um, that may be a situation where you get the, 
all the great pockets that you're looking for. Yeah. But you get a smaller, um, you kind of get a smaller footprint. I had to decide to leave my glasses case with my blue light lenses at home because there wasn't a quick access option for it. (laughs) Oh, well, it's still, it's still a really great, well-made piece of equipment. Yeah. Well, nothing like I I need backpacks. Um, nothing like when you're trying to find something while you're trying to do a live show. So we'll maybe, maybe I'll look through that, but that could be an option for you to get. Yeah, a, that's a good idea. They have 12 inch versions. I, that, that all of a sudden now you're getting back to that handbag size. I'm sure that they, um, I'm sure they're great, but it's, it is one of those things that, um, I, I like for, if you're going to carry around a laptop and you're traveling, I, I think 14 is kind of the minimum size. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah, you've been, we were talking a little bit in pre-show about uh, maybe having a child who doesn't appreciate sleep and that requires some extra caffeine at times. Right. And you and I have also spent some time. The last time we had you on, we talked about your coffee mug. Which does not leave me. It's still here. The Ember mug. The Ember mug, uh, about 79 retail still. I saw those in Starbucks. Actually, they're selling those right from the Starbucks store. Great. I'm sure they sold a bunch of them. Um, but you, um, you, you've gone, uh, kind of, I, and maybe not all the way crazy on a coffee maker, but you, oh, no, we went all the way. Crazy. Well, you, took you, okay. There's way more expensive espresso makers than the one you bought, but for most people, 600 bucks is a little expensive for, for I, espresso. Maker. I have Talk spent, about what uh, yeah, I spent as much recently on an espresso machine as I have spent on a couch. <laughs> we can put it put it that way. If you look right now at our counter in our kitchen, you just it takes about half a second to think these people are sleep deprived. <laughs> That's just what you notice real fast. Um my husband and I both love coffee and require a lot of it and we decided to splurge as a joint birthday present for both of us um on the what did I tell you it was the Breville Barista Express. Correct. Um, yeah. And it is life-changing. Now, there's a pretty steep learning curve. I have watched so many YouTube videos. There's a lot about it that's like hard to learn. And I don't understand why Starbucks isn't more messy. (laughs) Because it kind of is. You just don't know that. Oh, my gosh. It takes a lot of like elbow grease and mess in order to make a great espresso-based drink. Um, But it's... It is such, a, and I thought it was just going to be a fun luxury. And I was like, yeah, I thought about getting an espresso because there are just days when coffee won't cut it and you need espresso of some sort. And so I was like, oh yeah, we'll just get the espresso. And like, I'll, you know, every once in a while on those really hard days, then I'll have you know, a shot of espresso, maybe a latte, maybe an Americano. Well, it turns out we've had it for, I don't know, two weeks now. And I'm drinking, like <laughs> I'm using it two or three times a day just for myself and more if anybody else who I halfway like comes over because I want to show off my skills. Um, It's fantastic. It, um, it'll, it'll grind the espresso beans for you straight into the handle and then you have to tamp it down. It takes 40 pounds of pressure to, to really get it in there. You can choose whether you're tamping down a, a single shot or a double shot. And this morning I was like, I'll just do a single. And then I was like, wait, why? (laughs) Why would I ever do a single? I have learned that in order to not make a total mess, it's best for me to grind a single 
press it in and then grind another single on top of it. And then just like at a coffee shop, you move that little handle full of delicious, now pressed, tamped down espresso into the right place and you run it and you have to like watch the little pressure meter on the front to make sure that you got the espresso range and then it, it drips right out for you. It's also got a wand where you can froth milk. And I had, you know, it's it's strange what's difficult about it. The actual getting the milk to froth and doing it right really took a lot of practice. Um, and getting things to espresso range took a lot of practice. It's kind of like you had to hold your tongue right. You had to do so many things all all correct. The first couple of times, it probably took me a good seven to 10 minutes in order to make a drink and maybe even two or three tries. But I've probably, well, we've owned it for two weeks now. And I have gotten down to, I would say less than three minutes start to finish. And that's if I want an actual like latte with milk involved. Sometimes I'll just do the shot of double espresso and add hot water and and call it a day. Or sometimes I'll just do a a double shot of espresso. There's my story. Um, No, it's a, it's a not embarrassed that I spent that much on an espresso machine. It is that good. Yeah. And you know, um, just from one coffee addict to another, 600 for espresso makers is really kind of the middle, is a middle range. You can, you can go, I would say, the, what is it, like five ends, to eight is probably what yeah, you're going to say. Yeah, the Starbucks are actually that, they're that that five to $10,000 range, the ones you have. That's a little over the top. There's another category that's probably 1500 to 3000 that you can, it's again, fully, more fully automated, they're Italian they, I mean, they're just amazing. They're, they're, they're pretty incredible. Then there's your level, which is probably you're at the 500 to a thousand. You're probably at the low end of that range, which isn't actually not terrible. We, um, we bought a Mr. Coffee, which is kind of crazy. And these are super hard to find, but we bought a Mr. Coffee espresso maker. Doesn't have a grinder in it. It has a lesser version of the frother that you have, but it's still pumped driven. So we get the 30 pounds or whatever that is to get the right amount. And, um, and, and actually worked for, I, I made like up until we did the Nespresso maker, um, which I just really love, but up until the Nespresso, I made lattes for myself every morning for like four years on that thing, 99 bucks. Um, and so you don't have to, to enjoy a nice handcrafted espresso drink. You don't have to go all out. This is really nice. And you, you, you kind of said this, the learning curve, the, the more technology you add, the more it kind of adds to the learning curve of how to make these. It's not necessarily like it makes it for you. That's a Keurig mm-hmm. and that coffee's terrible. So don't mm-hmm. do it that way. It is. Right? If you're going to do Keurig, do a Nespresso. Um, and then. You're you're right. The frothing is is for a lot of people takes a little bit of practice if you're going to do if you're going to use milk. By the way, uh, Sammy's home from college and she's lactose intolerant, so she uses the lactose free milk. That stuff foams awesome, like <laughs> unbelievable. Like all of a sudden, I'm starting to think maybe I'll just use her milk from now on while she's here for the summer um, because so it's pretty we've incredible. We've tried a lot of different milks. I. In the, I don't know what's the older I get, the less I can tolerate actual milk. Um, and I, because I discovered it in a coffee shop and then I found it in our grocery store here, I tried oat milk because mm. uh, it tastes so good. And I was all about it. And you can try like it, the vanilla was no more sugar than the plain. So I was buying this vanilla oat milk and 
it was kind of hard to froth, but once you got it, man, it tasted good. And then I went to buy some more and I realized it tasted good because it had 300% of the calories of the almond milk that I was buying. So we chalked that up to like, all right, well, that was a fun way to learn that. I probably shouldn't go back to oat milk, but it was tasty. Well, in those, um, you know, you can use whole milk and you can use half and half. That's another way to get really um, frothy milk. The, the other, the other trick, if you want to make espresso, you know, handcrafted drinks and you want to use milk, Viva, I've talked about this before. V-A-V-A, Viva, Viva, probably is the way it's pronounced. They actually make a line of, and, and the one I have, I was looking it up on Amazon, not available right now, but they make a version, it's called, it's a detachable milk frother. And you literally, this is an idiot's version of getting, <laughs> of getting froth. You, it's a, think of a base and then there's a heating, the it, inside is a heating pad. And then you, the, the, there's a non-stick, you know, um, not jug, but what would you call it? Non-stick cup, whatever okay. goes in there and you, it's got some lines, min and max. You just put the milk in, put the lid on it. It's got a little metal wheel in there that spins magnetically. It's so the, all for you, the base. Yeah, completely. The base has a magnet in it. And it spins that, um, spins the frother on the inside. It's just a little round, uh, little, little disc like this. That's got, that's got, um, wires that go around it. Like looks like a little bit like a magnet itself. And you push the button. It is literally one button and you walk away. So it's the first thing it probably takes because it's got to heat the milk and then it's spinning it and it's spinning it at different speeds to get it frothed, which is really cool. So I literally, first thing I do in the kitchen, I go in, I fill up the, the frother, put the lid on and hit, hit start. Cause it's going to take, probably six minutes. I need to time that sometime just to see how long, long it is. Time. Yeah. Well, well, it's got to warm it. So you, you, your milk needs to be at the right temperature. So it gets it to the perfect frothing temperature and froths it at the same time. You literally take the lid off of it and just pour it right in your coffee. It is by far the, for, for folks who can't froth, this mm-hmm. is your gadget that you need to, to, it's super easy. And the crazy thing is they're like, 50 bucks. So it's not like they're super expensive and you have to. So you don't have to go 600 bucks to get really quality, by the way, on your, on yours, when you're tapping that, when you're tapping that coffee, mm-hmm. last thing you do, give it a little twist before you pull it off. So tap it pressure. Then if you, are you hand doing it or does it have a little thing on there for you? I'm so holding it. Well, I've, I've been like kind of putting it on a towel. Yeah. <laughs> so my, like pressing it down on the counter. There's a, it comes with a thing called, and this is trademarked, it's called the razor. And it is the exact size to like, it's basically if you took a credit card that had a cutout in it to um, fit the top of your container. And it's supposed to exactly be the level that your espresso is at. And so you do a little turn over it. I feel like I lose too much. <laughs> like I want all my coffee grounds in there. Yeah. Um, so I, I use that a little bit. I don't use it like I should. So they, they, the, the folks that make espresso and they call the finish, that's called the finish, right? So you tamp it to the right pressure and then just spin it before you pull it off. And it puts a little finish on top, a little smooth finish. Mm. Try that. Pretty delicious that way. Schoonover, uh, Kevin Schoonover in the chat room says, by comparison, Keurig coffee makers are cheap, right? And Nespresso the same way. My Nespresso coffee maker was $100, so pretty cheap. But the K-Cups or the Nespresso pods 
um, are relatively expensive. And they're not, but they are. I'll, I'll show how in a second. Total cost of ownership over time will favor your barista. So let's talk about Nespresso. Yeah. So 100, I'm $100 in on the maker. Each one of those double shots that I make uh, is a dollar. Okay, so I buy um, in a month. I do about forty. It's uh, my name's Jim, and I have a coffee problem. And so um, you think, okay, forty bucks a month over a year. I'm now at your barista. Like the the difference is just just in pods. The difference is you're still making like it. There's still a little bit of work in your in your setup. Yeah. It's a little messy. You mentioned you got to get the frothing right. In my setup, it's literally set it and forget it. Put the milk in, put the top in, hit the one button. Nespresso, put the pot in, shut it, hit what button. Fills up the coffee. When the when the frother is done, I take the lid off, pour that in, I'm gone. You know? mm-hmm. um, so it is a little a little more easy. A little more yeah, but mine has a lot more love in it. Oh, it and so I'm it, sure listen, it tastes better. Okay, it, <laughs> it Listen, there's nothing I... <laughs> Are you trying? No, um, there's nothing better than making a really solid cup of espresso that you're right. It's got a little love. Um, I think uh, Joe is saying he says he's a big fan of old school percolator. By the way, Ooh, yeah. coffee. Amazing. Oh. Yes. Amazing. There's nothing better. My mom had a stovetop percolator. Yeah, that literally. I think Jesus was making oh, coffee. No kidding. I have a friend. Well, Ruth in in the UK. I remember staying yeah. at her house, and she calls it the mocha. Like that is the name of the actual thing. Here's the mocha, and we put it on a stove on like a gas stove. It's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought about you today, Jim, because I know your, your Starbucks drink of choice is that peppermint latte, mm-hmm. and I was in search of now, ideally, and I think I will always still come back to the the purest in me likes the no flavor, no sugar, just really, really good espresso. We've been ordering the Lavazza espresso beans from Amazon, the extra crema. How, how pretentious can I sound in like, let's be honest, I'm in my pajamas. I barely have pants on. I'm not as fancy as, as I sound right now. But um, so I really do like the taste of coffee. So I rarely will add even syrup or anything, but I was like, you know what? I need to find out what, how I could play with this. I want to know what my options are. And so I went to go buy coffee syrup and the, I, I didn't look a lot of places, but it was running me about, it was going to be about, I don't know, eight to $12 for a bottle of like coffee syrup and flavored syrup. And then this morning I opened up my drawer and I had some, you want to talk about a kid who doesn't sleep a couple years ago. I thought, I tried everything and I finally landed on maybe essential oils is what he needs. <laughs> so I had some old essential oils in a drawer and I had lavender and I had peppermint. And so I made a simple syrup on my stove of a cup of sugar and a cup of water and I boiled it and I added one little drop of peppermint and I made myself my own flavored syrup. And then I also made one with lavender and I ended up having to add more syrup because it tasted like I was drinking Chanel number five. Um, And I, I created a lavender latte that is to die for. And I, it didn't cost me anything, but my sugar, water, and two drops of oil that I found at the back of my drawer. Nice. Yeah, no, that, that'll work. Uh, that piece will work. We, we've actually, I ran into a little problem with my peppermint because we were ordering it from Amazon They've du- literally doubled the price. There must have been a run on mint somewhere. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. But it I went. I can help you out. I can hook you up with my well, 
random bottles. I get some, I get some essential oils. That, hippie oil. <laughs> that, that price doubled. And uh, so we still went to a different brand and that's getting expensive. Fortunately, my soon-to-be daughter-in-law, we hope, is she works for Scooters. And so we're kind of evil. She was like, we're like, hey, could you get us some, you know, something from Scooters? She's like, oh, yeah. But it is one of those things where, you know, it's I keep uh, the routine is in the morning. I go in, pump some, you know, into a Starbucks mug, you know, brew a shot or a double shot, uh, run the frother. That goes comes in the car with me. And Mm -hmm. um, it is I do miss a little bit of my experience with um, with doing it like you're doing it. And, And I think. Maybe in a in a world where our kitchen's a little bit bigger, and I go back, and I've got some yeah. space to do that again. I think I think maybe I go back to making it that way. The Nespresso is fine; it works great. I love the coffee makers; they look great. It really brews a really delicious. When you think about the crema, these this these um, Nespresso makers were made by serious coffee snobs, and they yeah. figured out how to do it Keurig style and not have it be as awful as a Keurig. And, um, and so it's pretty great, but I, I wouldn't mind going back to, we had before our Keurig. So we have a Keurig that also has a big carafe. So you can choose the single cup or an actual carafe. And that was really important to me. And we still have both of them on our counter right next to each other. And I still use both of them over the course of a day. Um, but it was, I mean, this, I, this experience was made for me because it's important that my house feels like a space I can entertain people in. Like we, we don't live very close to our family or our friends and we constantly have, we're blessed enough to have people travel to visit us. And so that was a really important reason why we did this. But before our, our Keurig, we had a Tassimo and we had two different ones because we had a U.S. one here and then we moved overseas and had a U.K. version because we just couldn't be without it. And I would, we bought that at the time when Keurig was not yet king and it was sort of like they were, they're still duking it out. Um, By the time our Tassimo died, we went to the Keurig because we wanted the options, but you're right. The Keurig coffee is pretty horrible. It's not great. I mean, it's it's basically like getting in in a gas station, which can be good, never. Um, and so it, it is um, it is one of those things where it is nice. Like, I really enjoy that first cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, on Saturdays, when I'm podcasting down here with Dave Jackson, I actually brew two cups because it's I've, we're on for an hour and a half. And, I, and one is not enough. I need two cups of coffee. So I actually brew two in advance. I bring them down and set them on the table down here. Well, so I had done a podcast and I'd had a, I'd had, it was a Saturday morning and I had a beer can or bottle sitting on this side of the studio from the night before. And then I had two of the coffee cups on the desk sitting here from the more that morning and somebody wanted a picture of the studio or whatever. So I took a picture and they noticed they were like, Oh, Oh, you're living your best life. (laughs) Coffee on one side, beer on the other nicely done. So it was, uh, it, it That's is. What I, I just drink really good coffee until it's appropriate to have wine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Micah, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the time tonight to jump Jim, in here. Thanks for letting me come to your party. No, I feel so honored. This yeah, is just the greatest thing ever. You and off the next 400 for me, right? I mean, we finished four, oh, okay. 400 last week. That. This is 401. Uh, you're on to kind of get the next 400, which takes nine years, by the way. That's a long, it takes nine years to get 
four hundred and eight and some change. Well, then, just to just to keep you in my life, I want to like dibs on eight hundred. So I'll I'll be here, stick around for the next nine years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hoping you know if you're listening to this and you haven't heard us, uh, if you've taken Clifton Strengths and you know your top five or you've unlocked all 34, Micah and I spend a whole bunch of time talking about that. All you have to do is head over to YouTube and search Theme Thursday and then put the theme name in that that, uh, that you recognize. Even if you don't know your themes and you want it, you like this dialogue between the two of us, head over there, just go to Theme Thursday. We have made uh, 35, 70, 140 plus, let's say 150, because we've had some other special episodes in there. 100 and... 150 podcasts together just around our themes. It's a couple of weeks of us. I got to say, if you, uh, Jim, this will be fun to say to people who know you in like your basement <laughs> as opposed to the basement studio at work. Um, uh, thank you for, for just being awesome. If you like this dialogue, what you're seeing right here is what happens when people genuinely love and appreciate each other at work. Um, and Jim, that that's changed my whole life. So thank you for just being my best friend at work yeah, and inviting right. me to be part of this, this side of your life. Yeah, no, we, we get to have fun, uh, almost too much fun today. We connected for, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes to record the promo for the next season. And, it was more talking than it was promoing <laughs> and we quick did a promo at the end and, and got that done. Um, but kind of a ton of fun to, you know, this podcast reaches a certain segment of the population. It's fairly U uh, S centric U S or I say North America centric. A lot of folks from Canada, we get a fair number from the UK and Australia, but what Micah and I get to do at work really does have this incredible international um, flavor to it. Tomorrow morning, Waking up early, I'm going to get a chance to do a very early morning podcast out of the UK with some of our friends um, there, and we're trying to. I'm trying to do more in that time zone, and so it's just a ton of fun to be available and to be able to do that kind of stuff. And I never sleep anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but we get not only this, and it's so funny, Mike, because as you were asking me, okay, where's the chat room? And I said, well, you go to theaverageguy.tv/live. It's right below the video. She's like, hmm. This reminds me of another place. And we have really, I have just really taken what I do here and make it work uh, at work. And it so you've, far, so good. You've demonstrated what it looks like to admit that you have strengths and to use them over and over again and to follow what works and, and pay really close attention to where can you be your best self. And I think it's no coincidence. This is also how you like to spend your evenings. And so that, I mean, regardless of where you're listening to this from, you're probably part of a workplace or a family place or a community place. And I hope for everybody that they have the same sort of experience that you've created here. This is what it looks like to love what you do every day. Thanks for being a good example for us, Jim. You, you are very welcome. And it, it's probably the answer to how I did 400 in a row, how we've made 600, 700 of these at Gallup. Like, uh, I, and I, you know, I've almost done, I think, somewhere in the six or 700 range on both sides. And you, to your point, when you find that sweet spot, when you find what you really love to do, you got to go after it. And, and uh, it, for me, I was lucky it turned into work. It was a hobby. Mm -hmm. And it turned into work. I don't get to drink beer during the Gallup podcast. And so that's not as much fun. We maybe Although we should maybe try. Maybe we should. <laughs> I wonder how well that would go over. Want to remind I did I want once. To remind, 
at Gallup, I'd say I want to remind everyone to take full advantages of all the resources we have available. But I will say, don't forget, if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon link that's available for you. If you head out the averageguy.tv slash Patreon, uh, if you want to do that, there's a bunch of you that do, and I really appreciate that. So one, $5 plans, whatever you want to do, one month, six months, a year, I don't care. Uh, it helps uh, kind of keep doing what we do here, and I appreciate your support of that. Um, some of you just want to give back, and I greatly appreciate that. It's allowed me to do some things here to talk about some of the stuff that we do. You know, I like to buy the things. I, you know, I bought my, I buy most of my tech that helps uh, do that. It's super expensive. Sarah lets me stay around because of your support uh, in being able to do this. And so appreciate it when you do that through Patreon. Don't forget, you can join our Discord group, theaverageguy.tv slash Discord. We'll get you in it there as well. If you want to send me an email, give me some feedback. We always love to hear from you. It's one of the things, Micah, that's great about the Gallup podcast. I do get some great feedback nearly weekly here, but not like the volume we get at Gallup. And it's pretty incredible when you get that feedback. So if you've been thinking about it for this show, something you want to encourage me on or something you want me to do differently or something you want to a topic or a guest or whatever, send me an email, jim at guy.tv. You can tweet to me, jim, or uh, at jay collison if you want to do it that way um, as well. Join that Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash the average guy. We'll get there. And I'll just remind you that the average guy.tv platform, both web and media hosting powered by Maple Grove Partners, gets secure, reliable, high speed hosting from folks that you know and that you trust. Of course, you know that's Christian. You can get more information and plans that start as little as $10 a month for full hosting. Great for podcasters, maplegrovepartners.com. We are live. I am live for the next 400 episodes. I don't know if I should really commit yes. to that. <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh, we're live here every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv slash live. Next week, my daughter is coming on. So Sammy will be here. Micah, you want to come out and join us live. Sammy will be here. She's back from college. I've talked her into coming and talking about college tech. We had Christian do this, I don't know, three or four years ago. And she just uses a ton of tech in what she does. And I, I want to have her. Actually, she wants to start podcasting. So we're going to use Home Gadget Geeks as a way to kind of launch that with her. So she's opinionated. She's a journalist. What's she going to talk about? Uh, she is also going to talk. Uh, we bought her some 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 headphones, and she's going to talk a little bit about the different issues of the different spaces that they have to work around in college. Right? It's a different. It's not quite like the workplace. Yeah. And so she's going to talk a little bit about that. She's going to talk about some of the technology around software and what they have to use, and some of the things they use in the school uh, around technology. And then I'm just going to kind of quiz her on some of her favorite of her favorite tech stuff. Um, she's a pretty avid social and social media user. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, just good to have her on. You guys have met Sarah. We had her on, I don't know, Sarah, how long ago was that? A month ago? Two months ago? She's 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 down Hi, here. Sarah. <laughs> she's down. Uh, Micah says hi. Um, she is, um, uh, so we've had Sarah on, but I want to get Sammy on here. So next week, Samantha, Mike, Meager, and I. Uh, talking a little bit about college tech. We're live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv live. Micah, thanks again for joining me tonight. We'll do a little post-show because that's what we do uh, on the Gallup stuff as well. Not too much because we got to get Micah back to her life. But with that, we'll say goodbye.